Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1042. This week on Cars Yeah, I'm celebrating all week long the women of racing. Working hard for something we love is called passion. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Gracie Hackenberg. Hey, Gracie, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Yeah, I am. Very excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Gracie Hackenberg has a huge passion for motorsports. She's a senior engineering major at Smith College in Northampton, Massachusetts. She started a collegiate race team at Smith and prepped a 1999 Mazda Miata to compete in the Grassroots Motorsports 2017 Challenge. Gracie began her career in the world of modern racing, working at Hale Motorsports while they competed in the Pirelli World Challenge, and now works at Donovan Motorsports, learning to prepare and modify vintage race cars. And by the way, Tim Suttard, editor of Grassroots Motorsports Magazine, has been a guest here on Cars, yeah. So Gracie, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment before I jump into the questions and share a little bit more about your racing, your uh, time at school, and a very obvious passion for automobiles that go real fast? Yeah. So as you said, Mark, I have uh, this crazy passion for cars. You know, it started in high school and I ended up going to Smith, which for those of you that don't know, it's a really small liberal arts college that's all women and we don't have an automotive program. So during my time here, I decided to start a race team Um, and we've been pretty successful. We just finished the Grassroots Motorsports Challenge last October where we built a Miata with a budget cap of $2,017. Um, And then we competed with 40 other teams in drag racing and autocross events in Florida. So that was a pretty cool experience. Um, And I'm graduating actually on Sunday and looking for my next. Yeah, looking for my next steps in motorsports. Well, congratulations on getting yourself through college. That's fantastic. And I have to ask with Smith, you're welcome with Smith being an all woman college Uh, Did you raise any eyebrows when you came forward and said, hey, we need to go racing, ladies? Yeah, definitely. It was a novel idea. And we also have such a small engineering program um, that there weren't a whole lot of other students who were interested in cars. So I was really the only one. And so I sort of had to, to find a few other people who were interested in certain aspects of the project and get them involved as well. So, Well, kudos to you for doing that. Uh, did you have any revelations with other women in the college that got involved that they kind of came around and said, wow, this is kind of fun. Maybe I might want to get behind the wheel. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a great experience for the few students who were involved with the project, but it was also a learning experience for everyone in the engineering department and for the campus as a whole. I think just seeing seeing a race car and seeing a team of women building a car on campus. I think that was a really cool thing to do. It was a very cool thing to do. I like the idea of opening and broadening horizons for anybody in the world doing anything, but that's absolutely spectacular. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So Gracie, take the wheel. So I've got this quote that I 
heard a while back, I don't remember where, and I don't know who said it, but it goes like this, working hard for something we care about is called stress, and working hard for something we love is called passion. Um, and so that, I really relate to that, something that I have to remind all my friends and family about a lot, because, you know, I work a lot, um, and I work hard, but I am absolutely love cars and it's not just my job you know it's my passion it's my hobby all in one so it doesn't really you know it doesn't really feel like work and so I think that's an important thing to find something like that in your life and then don't let anyone tell you to slow down or take a break well absolutely and Gracie you've discovered the secret sauce to a happy life very young because a lot of Young people get out of college and they really still don't have any idea what they want to do. And sadly, some of them don't even know what their passion is. You ask them and they just go, I don't know. I don't know. And I think the fact that you discovered this at a young age is going to lead to great success for you as you get out into the workforce and, and things like that. And I always ask my guests how they've incorporated that into their business and life. And since you're just starting out here what are some of your goals and aspirations as you finish up college here and head out into the working world? As I go out into the workforce, I'm looking for a job that's really fast-paced and where I'm learning as much as I can, as quickly as I can. Ideally, it would be in motorsports, but I definitely want to do something in the automotive world. And eventually, I want to be a track engineer working for a race team. Oh, absolutely. Very cool. Well, you know what, Gracie? I've had a lot of people on this show who own businesses that build race cars, uh, manufacture racing parts and things. I think maybe I can make some connections for you, at least some introductions here uh, to get your foot into some doors. So maybe after we're done here, we can have a little chat about that. Because I've had some spectacular people on this show that I think you'd be very interested in meeting. So I'd be happy to do that for you. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were a car gal? Yeah. You know, I've always loved cars and tinkering with things. My parents joked that it was really easy to get me a gift as a kid because they would just bring home some broken electronics from work and for me to take apart. And it was like Christmas. You know, I've always loved doing stuff like that. And that's how I knew I kind of wanted to be an engineer. But originally, I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer like my grandpa until I got my driver's license. And I ended up getting a few speeding tickets. And then I did a high-performance driving class at my local track, and I was totally hooked on cars, fast cars in particular. So now I'm kind of all in on motorsports. You know, it's it's my career path as an engineer. It's also my hobby and, you know, one of the most important parts of my life. Well, you learned another valuable lesson as a young person, and that is keep your speed on the track. And not on That's the public right. roadways. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so many young people get out there and uh, do crazy things on the public road. So uh, I'm glad to hear that you're keeping your uh, fast driving on the track. Much safer place to do for sure. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down. Now, uh, you're a young woman, but no doubt you've been faced with some challenges, maybe some failures along the way. I'd love for you to share one of those with me. That taught you a great lesson because that's what these things do for us. They teach us valuable lessons we can take forward. So tell us how one of your experiences helped you gain even more momentum as you moved forward in your scholastics and your career and your life. I guess a pretty big lesson I learned was my first year here at Smith. I was a pretty successful student and an athlete in high school. And I guess I kind of got used to being, I don't know, an overachiever. (laughs) And then I got to Smith and I actually failed the class my first year and Uh got put on academic probation. And that was 
like I thought the world was ending, you know, it was a huge surprise and it was embarrassing. And, you know, I thought I was a big failure, but I started to realize that, you know, everyone at the school was like I was in high school. And now we're all together in the same place competing with each other, you know, which is awesome. But but I didn't think that at the time. I was like, you know, my GPA is terrible. No one's going to hire me. But now I'm realizing that experiences are so much more important than grades. I've kind of found that I can learn just as much while getting a B in a class as someone uh, who's getting an A+. But I can spend all those extra hours, you know, working in the machine shop or doing an internship or being an athlete, you know, or building a race car. <laughs> um, so needless to say, I don't put my GPA on my resume anymore, but I have a lot of other things that I think are, you know, just as valuable. So that's kind of what I learned. Well, I think so. And I've hired hundreds of peoples over my years working at different companies. And most of the time, I'm not as concerned about their GPA as I am about their experiences and their attitude and what it is Mm -hmm. they want to do and how they want to contribute. But I'll I'll share with you a great quote by a great race car driver named Nicky Lauda. You've probably heard of him. Yeah, I have. Formula One champion. And he once said, I've learned far more from the races I've lost than the races I've won. And I value that greatly. Yeah. And so I think that's an important lesson is something you learned early on. I think a lot of young people, too, when they go off to college and they're they're very high achievers in their high school, and then they get into a very competitive, serious situation in a, a college like the one you're attending. And all of a sudden, ooh, this isn't as easy. I can't kind of skate through this anymore. I'm going to have to work really hard. And, of course, that's a great thing about college because when you get into the workforce, it gets even more competitive. And more serious and uh, things kind of open your eyes really fast. So I think in a way that was probably a great experience for you as you shared. Still, I'm kind of sorry you had to go through it because that's no fun. (laughs) I had a very similar situation my first semester in college as well. Gracie, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story that I call an aha moment in your life and your career. It's one of those times when the headlights come on and kind of illuminate a way for you to go down a new roadway, a new path. Tell us about one of yours. I have this friend on Facebook and he goes to Georgia Tech. He's a car guy. And one day he posted this picture of him working on a race car in their auto shop. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm never going to get that, that at Smith. And I have to find some way to learn those skills while I'm still in school. So that's kind of where the idea for the Grassroots Motorsports Challenge came from. There weren't enough students at Smith interested in cars and there wasn't enough school support to do something like Formula SAE. So I found out about this low-budget race opportunity and really jumped on that. And we actually ended up competing against that team from Georgia Tech in the race in Florida. So that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. I love it. Well, let's go back in time and talk about your first really special car. It could be that first race car you built, the Miata, or it could be something else. Uh, Maybe share a memory you have about that vehicle. Yeah, well, the first and my the only car that I've ever owned is my 99 Miata, which I just built for the track. So my friends make fun of me because I spend, you know, all my time and money on that car, but I don't have a daily driver. So I have to (laughs) ride my bike everywhere. But I guess you're a true racer. You're a true racer, Gracie. I love it. Yeah. So, so that's just, you know, that car means so much to me. I bought it for $600 from my boss at Hale Motorsports, my, my first summer doing an internship in college. And so that, yeah, it's a really special car to me. I spent so many hours working on it um, and making a lot of mistakes. You know, I've learned a lot just because I've done it all kind of on my own from 
YouTube, um, from reading car forums. And, you know, I've stripped a lot of bolts and made a lot of mistakes <laughs> on that car, but I've learned a lot. No doubt busted a few knuckles and maybe broke a few fingernails, perhaps. Uh, that oh, may yeah. be a little sex- <laughs> sexist of me to say that, but uh, uh, I think it's great. Well, I used to ask people about a seller's remorse question, but I'd rather have you share a little bit more about all the things you did to this car to get it ready to race, because what stands out to me is the incredibly low budget. When I, And I used to race vintage cars, and it can get rather expensive, and a lot of people would say, oh, I'd love to get into this, but I can't afford it. But I'd always say there are ways to get into racing for very inexpensive. I love the grassroots motorsports concept that Tim Sutter has put together. Um, even the uh, the 24-hour of lemons, uh, which is a way to get into racing and do it on the cheap. What are some of the many things that you did to this Miata to get it ready for racing? We did um, a full roll cage. So that was that was a lot of fun. It was a big project for me because I had never done any welding before. So it was my first time welding. Um, So I cut and bent all the tubes and welded it together. Um, That took almost the entire summer. And then I did a cooler intake. I fabricated a spoiler out of Lexan, 3D printed a shifter knob, fabricated and welded custom seat brackets and installed a race seat and harness and steering wheel, put some, some performance tires on it. Yeah, that was about it. We didn't have an automotive shop at Smith or any automotive tools, um, and we were working in an outdoor loading dock. So kind oh, of gosh. Car- <laughs> yeah. carrying our tools out on a cart every day to work on it. Um, so we, we didn't have a whole lot of shop support, but we had a lot of people at Smith that were really behind us and really excited to help us, um, even if they weren't necessarily car people. So, so we had a lot of people who were in our corner. So that was great. Very cool. Now, I know you're an engineering major, but uh, is getting behind the seat and actually doing more racing something that you aspire to do? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Great. Well, I always like to ask people what is them excited and fired up right now. Obviously, graduating from college, that's one of those major milestone <laughs> moments in life. And the best advice I can offer you is going through the process of graduating that day, just stop and look around and absorb it because it can be a very fast paced and busy day. And before you know it, it's over with, but take the time to breathe and just realize all the hard work that you did because it is a spectacular time in your life. But what has you excited for the future? What are some of the things that you would like to do in the future with your career, with racing? And I, I want to mention Lynn St. James because she was somebody who put us together here. Lynn's, of course, the great Indy 500 racer, uh, a woman of racing for sure. And she's been a guest here on the show. I want to thank her and a shout out to her. I know she's at Indianapolis right now getting ready for the 500 race. She's been posting some cool things on Facebook, but what has your, you excited for your future? Yeah. So I'm just really excited to kind of jump into motorsports. I feel like I've been not, not held back by my coursework, but I have had to put a lot of time into studying and doing homework for my classes. So I'm really excited to devote all of my time to working on cars and to, to learning new things. Do you have a concept of what your ideal first job would be? Do you see it in your mind? Yeah, well, I'm actually loving the internship that I'm doing right now at Donovan Motor Car Service down in Lenox. I'm learning about service and restoration of vintage cars. And I have a really great mentor, Brian Donovan, and he's just really passionate and knowledgeable about vintage cars and about racing. So, you know, I'm really excited about how much I'm learning there. And I kind of want a job that is very similar to that. Very cool. Well, I'd love to get him on this show too. Maybe you can 
make an introduction. I'd love to talk to him about his business as well. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a very introspective question for you, Gracie. Kind of tells us a little bit more about how you perceive yourself. If Gracie was a car, what would she be and why? Um, Yeah, so I was on one of those, you know, those internet car forums last week, and I saw this guy who put a turbocharged five liter V8 in his old Volkswagen bug. Um, (laughs) And I think... You know, if there's any car that kind of lines up with my personality, it's got to be something like that with some some secret crazy under the hood that's probably going to explode on the track at some point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like it. Absolutely. Great answer. When I was in uh, Germany years ago, 1996, so I was driving through the Black Forest and I found a place called the Rat House and they were putting Porsche... 930 turbo motors into Volkswagen bugs. (laughs) And that's what came to mind when you answered that question. Yeah, Uh, that was crazy. Guy took us for a ride, scared the heck out of me. He even had one (laughs) in his VW van from the 60s. So man, oh man, wild stuff. Well, Gracie, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, this is Mark Green. You know, I've been using Covercraft cover to protect my cars and motorcycles. Since I was in high school, that was way back in 1975. This month, I'm offering you, as a Cars Yow listener, a very special deal. Starting April 16th, 2018, through April 30th, 2018, you'll receive 10% off all NOAA Fabric custom car covers and 10% off all Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers. Simply use the code CARSYOW upon checkout at Covercraft.com. No is the most popular outdoor fabric specially made by Kimberly Clark to protect your special vehicle. It provides maximum protection from the harmful UV rays of the sun, rain, dust, those nasty bird droppings, snow, dings, and it's breathable, and it's very soft on your paint. Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers are an economical option and provide indoor and outdoor protection for your special car. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me later, and your car will thank me too. That's Covercraft.com, and be sure to use the code CARSYA at checkout. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Gracie, we're back and we're entering the last lap. This is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Um, Someone once told me to take as much pride in your tools as you do in your car. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. 
Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your successes over the years? I read sections of technical books and articles every day and take notes. Mm, Very important. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many great technical books out there these days written by so many uh, knowledgeable people. Now, speaking of knowledgeable things, is there a resource that you have that you'd like to share with the Cars Yeah listeners? The RPM Foundation has been a huge resource for me, and I think it's a really important organization. They mentor the next generation of people that are devoted to automotive restoration and preservation. So if you're a student like me or just a car enthusiast or a shop owner, you should check them out um, because they're awesome. Absolutely. Great. Now, if I can arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, here's your chance to pitch yourself for a cool job, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Living or deceased, though, I'll throw that in. Who would that person be? I think definitely Lena Gade. Um, She's the lead race engineer for James Hinchcliffe and IndyCar. Mm. Yeah. So I think she's an inspiration, and I'd love to to hear a little bit more about her experiences. Oh, I'd love to have her on this show. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Spectacular woman. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think Cars yeah audience would enjoy reading as well? Uh, you were talking about Lynn St. James earlier. She's always been my personal hero, um, so I think I'm a little biased. But her book, An Incredible Journey, is a must-read, I think, for anyone. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a fantastic book, and it sits on my shelf as well. And I'll, rem- again, remind listeners, if you missed my talk with Lynn St. James, you can go back to the Cars yeah website. Just type Lynn, L-Y-N, into the search bar, and that will pop right up. Very cool. Well, I'll remind all our listeners, I have a wonderful bank of resources that Gracie shared on her show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYow.com and click on Gracie or type in Gracie Hackenberg and you'll find everything she shared on her show notes page today. All right, Gracie, this is where it gets fun. Since you're graduating, I'm going to buy you a graduation gift today. This last question, though, can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car to start out your professional life in doesn't matter what it is, who owns it, or what it costs, I'm going to put it in your garage. What would that graduation car be and why? Definitely a 65 Shelby GT 350R. You know, it's my dream car growing up, and there are so few of them made that each one has such a rich racing history. Yeah, I think for me, preserving vintage cars is all about the story and the history behind the car. So, I mean, everyone that owns a car like that has a crazy passion for cars. And I think preserving that history is just as important as the car itself. Nice. A car you can drive on the street and the track. It might be a little loud That's for right. the street, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a special car. Well, kind of broke the piggy bank today. <laughs> That's going to cost me a little bit, but that's okay. I want you to start life off with something very cool. So that's going to be fun to park in your garage. Uh, very nice. Well, Gracie, you've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey and the beginning of a, a new move in life here for you after graduation. Again, congratulations, graduating from Smith. That's fantastic. Could you offer our listeners a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you've gleaned from your college years here and your time on the track before you drive off in the sunset in that 65 Shelby GT 65R? Yeah, definitely. I, I I mean, I would just say for those of you out there that are young and car enthusiasts like me, find a good mentor that's excited to teach you because it's so important and can just totally change your path and your perspective. Yeah, extremely important. And there's so many people these days, and especially Even older retired people who've been in business, built successful businesses, who love to mentor young people 
and help them along. But uh, you know what? All you have to do is ask. You'd be surprised how many people would say yes. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you? Yeah, so I don't have a website or anything, um, but if there's anyone who wants to reach me, feel free to send me an email, ghackenberg1 at gmail.com, and I'd love to to hear from you, especially if you're hiring entry-level engineers, because I would uh, really love to hear from you. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. If you're looking for somebody special to join your workforce, your team, I've got the person for you. So uh, just go to the Cars Yeah website. Type in Gracie Hackenberg, and you'll find links and a way to connect with her. Absolutely fantastic. Gracie, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. Again, congratulations on graduation. Fantastic. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.